Shut up and sit down. This is the Muscle and the Hustle Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Muscle and the Hustle Podcast. I barely got through that there, and you started laughing. Today it is just me and Mickey. Not that you need anybody else, but we were bouncing back and forth there like usual where we try and rally off a topic within like the four minutes before we fucking sort of kick this off and... I said the environment, and Mickey goes, what a fucking great one. He thought we were talking about, like, global warming, I meant, like, your environment around you, and Mickey thought we were going to start talking about the polar bears and the ice caps there. He was getting all emotional. I know. I was fucking thinking about the beluga whales. But no, That's... 2020 means environment, as in your, uh, your social environment, your sort of inner circle. The... Well, actually, I think he, he's talking about that because we really didn't actually speak about much before the podcast, except for his nasal strips and his uh, the fact that people thought he was Zac Efron yesterday, seemingly, because he uh, looks American. Like <laughs> for anybody shot. that's wondering, I'm wearing a, a snapback forward, and it's it is quite large. <laughs> would probably be the right word. Mickey's fucking trying not to laugh on the mic here. Big Chad, uh, big Chad, Michael Levy. <laughs> <laughs> No Pope Benedict's this week, though. I'll tell you that. I went to view a house and there was fucking... Went straight up to the pictures. Nothing like the house. The front window was fucking smashed in. I was like, where the fuck are people getting these houses from? I think it's your choice. I don't know. Uh, a couple you think of it's ones, the a quality? Couple of ones did, a couple of ones did write to me and go, lad, I haven't tuned in in a few weeks, but with that title, I have to tune in. What the fuck? Yeah. It was, <laughs> what was it? Pope Benedict and the Magic Oven or something you wrote now? Oven or something. Uh, it's um, funny as fuck. It was, was good. A few people, a few people say, "Jesus, I don't like that name." <laughs> it was, it was funny though. Like I got quite a lot of people going, "What the fuck is going on with them?" Like, so, uh, there so no, there was definitely no takeaway from from last week's show unless it's if you want to buy a house, don't bring Tony with you. Yeah, but bring my mum. She's I quite bring, good. Bring like. them, well, just in general, if you want anything done, just bring Tony's mum. That's way too no, like that sounds she's, horrible. She's the, she's the star of the show, to be honest. She's the star of oh, Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Just that, you know, I'd say it's the reason most people know who Tony is, other than the odd transformation. I was gonna say, yeah, no, it's my business plan is literally rooting the whiteboard there. Mother, let's say I've moved More out. Mom. It's the reason why I have moved out. My business will just go on there overnight. <laughs> uh, no. Right, so we'll dive into this slightly. Yeah. I do think it's something that you'll hear all the time. Like, you need to make sure you're surrounding yourself with the right people. But I think it's very easy to say that, and it's very hard to get the fucking right people around you. Do yeah, you know what I mean? It is. I actually, when you said this, when you texted me about this last night, I didn't know what you were talking about. I did actually think it was about David Attenborough or something. Um, and I text back, do you mean about, like, negative people being around your social circle? Because this is actually something I've been harping on to friends for the last like I would say a, to a few friends and a few other people since July like really intensely and they never listened until about a month ago when one of the guys came to me and said you're fucking right what you said to me in July was fucking right because uh, his he was around like negative people just and I mean the worst of the worst negativity uh, they were running down people so often and they were just they were just being dicks to everybody. That was their thing. They were just being dicks to people, uh, but never to their faces behind their backs. And I noticed him getting sucked in it, and he was never like that. So I had a I just said to him, I was like, here, you need to stuck in. You need to like I know they're your mates, but it's not going to help you in the long run. He was like, nah, nah, it's grand. Don't worry about it. And he came to me about a month ago. No, probably even more than a month ago. And he says, you know what, you're right. And he goes, my family actually noticed a change in me. I started becoming a bit of a nasty person. Yeah, and that was like a real quick. Like he only started like he was always friends with the boys, but they were in a closer group circle group just after lockdown. And within the matter of what fucking July, August, September, he had actually changed the way he was, and he was being nasty at home, but not nasty to his family, but being nasty about other people. And his dad even said someone like, "You know, you'd never speak about people like that before." 
Yeah, you pick up. I think you pick up habits when it, you pick up habits when it's like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and you can't. The other thing I noticed is if you're in a like a negative environment, there's no way you can be a positive person in a negative mm-hmm. environment because you're you're like it or lump it. Your environment will dictate your mood. It will dictate it's, your it's, behaviors. It's nature versus nurture to an extent. Yeah, I love that argument. Like it, that is what that is, and I think it's a mix. Yeah, like you can be the 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 best. That's like best-hearted, do you know what I mean, good person, and if you're surrounded by people that are fucking arseholes, not that you'll turn into a complete arsehole, but it will affect your your thinking to an extent. I do agree with you there. Yeah. Like, it, it I, is that nature versus nurture, and I think you need not both in your favor, but if one hasn't been great, like, if your nurture's been great, then you're laughing, like, you've already got a bonus, but if your nurture's been poor, and then your environment's poor as well, it's a fucking disaster, do you yeah. know what I mean? I think that's why, like, CrossFit works, and massive, like, no, like tribe sort of group training things yes they're yes, in yes, it yes together they're in it like if if crossfit was like a, a bad atmosphere i don't think it would ever work because it's, it's fucking so hard people would be like oh fucking it's, it's got that team thing that like drags everybody's together through i think as well like, like the who it targets as well it usually targets like gen pop or people that are bored with like their their training so it's a nice mix for them as well so it's it's like egg and yawn like i always get people that go to crossfit like i always say like the one thing it has got is the community aspects always class speaking of the community though like you look at the bodybuilding community now like and they're raising some amount of money for these gyms in liverpool like so it's yeah. nice to see stuff like that where you're like the the people actually do care for each other in the bodybuilding community i think that's what's i think that will be a turnaround point in the next couple of years like, where it is solo but as a like as an entire you do see a big community output of it, which is really nice to an extent. It is building, which is nice because yeah. you it is a local thing where you can bump into people, but online it's nice, and that, I suppose that's the pros of that as well. Like, but no, I see the environment thing. I do get where you're coming from with that negatively, and if you who you surround yourself with, yeah, it's definitely uh, it's contagious. I noticed it as well. Like the DJ world, the music industry is very, it's a very negative industry. Everybody's like. All these guys putting out these positive vibes and all this bullshit out online, but yet they're the same people that are blocking people from getting gigs and blocking songs and not supporting other artists because they're afraid of them taking over them or they don't want to give people a pedestal. And yeah. I notice a lot. Like I would, I up, I have a Spotify playlist and I update it all the time. But I would always support local DJs and local people, um, and people that would be seen as rivals to me, maybe in England and stuff. Um, but I don't care because I'll I'll just support good music. I'll support uh, I'll support people regardless. Um, but they would never support other acts that would be seen as maybe taking a gig off them. Yeah. And I don't. I just don't get that. I don't get that whole you live your life in this kind of slightly bit of fear. I think that's competition. Like where you you yeah. assume that there's not enough work to go around when there always is. It's like me saying like, Joe, there's other coaches like. Oh, you shouldn't be you shouldn't be messaging them, or they shouldn't you shouldn't be giving them any advice or anything like that. And the first thing I think is like name like when you've went outside your house and you're not able to find somebody that's overweight or unhappy with their body. And I'm like, there you go, do you know, like we'll always have work. And I'm like, it's the same as like fucking right, everything. Like, there's... Down fuck. like I know I've let myself go, but like Jesus Christ, <laughs> you know what I mean? I think what I think what it, to an extent, what I always struggled with, especially whenever I used to hear this when I was younger, was I was like, yeah, it's all well and great people saying, like, your environment and, like, you're, you're like, auditing your friend group. But then I always struggled with the idea of, like, how do you get a friend group or how do you get people in your life that are going to add value to you? And the first thing, the first thing, like, I didn't know, and I think this definitely changed for me, is you'll only get people like that sort of gravitating towards you or they start appearing or you start connecting with people like that only when you're a value. You don't get it if you're not worth value. Like, and it's me being straight. Like, for example, like if somebody was like, "Look, Tony, we should meet up for a coffee, and we should go over a couple of things." Blah blah blah. Like, I'm like, right, that's sound. That sounds good. But if I don't know the person, the first thing I'm thinking there is, is this going to be mutually beneficial? Like, is this going to be like good, or uh, is it just going to be all take? Like, am I literally getting fuck all from this? Because if it is, then I'm like, well, that doesn't make any sense. You know, that's not like making my circle any better. Like, yes, there is given there's giving like and there's helping but there there has to be give and take and i think that's a reason why when i was younger a lot of people like wouldn't have probably let me into the circle as much especially people that were doing well with business or doing well with that whereas like now it's more showcase of that i'll almost get messages to go like oh i'm running a clothing brand i'm running x y and z do you fancy meeting up and just bouncing about some ideas and having a bit of, having a bit of a chat and that's where like 
you get that sort of like all of a sudden you're 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 making different friends you're you're going through things like that and i think that's where like you you do notice all of a sudden that you're getting better friend groups and it's that build up but it's initially making sure that you're somebody of value and i think that's what i really struggled with at the start yeah uh, do you know what i mean like it's it's making yourself that you're actually i know that sounds cheeky that you're worth do you know what I mean? You're yeah. worth your brain and salt, and then you'll eventually start gravitating. Because I would rather have fuck all friends, and I'm going to be straight, than have people that are aren't of value. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm not being cheeky. I'm not saying you have to get value from everybody, and you have to. Yeah. Get, but don't worry, some of your mates are just for fucking laughs and stuff. But at the same time, there's a limit, you know. And I feel like if if you're picking up negative habits and they're not people you see yourself with in the long run, then realistically, they're just people to fart about with. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's that's kind of the way. I would have cut a lot. Well, I didn't cut a lot of negative people because I didn't have a lot in my circle. But I would, I, I wouldn't say cut either because that's a bit extreme. But I distanced. They're still there, as you said. They're good crack and all, but they're not the sort of people that I want to be. They want to be in my fucking bubble or whatever the fuck, um, close close circle. Um, the other thing I was just thinking about when you were saying that was like, the give and take, like that we spoke about. Um. Like we, we spoke about this a couple of weeks ago with like other coaches um and other kind of people that kinda like I would get it with music and DJ and you get it with you know, if you're coaching that you kinda know that you know they they're learning from you, not just you training from them, they're learning from you and you're you're just like, Yeah, I don't mind. You know, I'm the same. We were we actually had this conversation that yeah, like you're confident enough in your skills, you're confident enough in your ability, you're confident enough in what you do that you don't mind if someone learns from you as it as it been other than being a coach as being a teacher and yeah, them, 100%. them taking it down the line and using it to better their career better their life because as you like you said like like you're more of a coach than a trainer but not mm. just it's not just like a I had this conversation with somebody else. They were like, are you a PT? And I was like, no, he's definitely not a PT. And they were like, well, what he coaches, he trains people. And I was like, nah, he doesn't, he coaches people. And people, like, it's not just physical. No, like prime example here, I always say there's four pillars to getting in shape. And people are like, what do you mean? There's just nutrition and training. I'm like, that's two pillars. But I'm like, the other two is stress management and recovery. And I'm like, like the, the intertwine. And like, you tell me if your work or your relationship is going like to the dogs or like it's fucking mental that you, you can really easily keep dead and training and check. You can't. Because when stress is fucking over the moon, the last thing you can, you're not hungry. You, you don't want to cook your meals. Your motivation's out the window. Your mindset's fucked. The same way, like, if you're recovering in your sleep state and, like, you're stressed or there's a family situation, that all needs sorted first. And I think that's the main reason a lot of people don't get results is because a lot of coaches don't like the idea of talking about that. And to be honest, like, I don't think anybody's qualified, but it's just a case of, like, I always say to people, like, whenever I talk about, like, relationships or whenever I talk about, like, family life, I talk from personal experience. And then I also just say, like, I don't know everything, but I was like, I'm sure it's fucking going to be of use. Like, I don't need to know the answer for you, but I just need to probe the answer out of you. So I just goes, I'm just going right. to ramble here and we're just going to have a chat back and forth. And usually it comes to, like, I always use this for, like, relationships and people hate this, like, whenever I ask them it because it is fucking, like, plumbing ultimatum. What, you the what? Like plumbing? No. No, it's not plumbing. Do you know, this is quite good, actually. I just always say to people, like, whenever they're in, like, whenever people come to me in relationships, the first thing I always say, I use two, two, use two like, scenarios to decide. <laughs> And I, I, I go, look, you don't have to answer this, but I go, there's two options, right? One, you're going to break up with this person, or two, you're probably going to marry them. There's no in-between. I was like, they're your two options with a relationship. Like, there's no, oh, well, I'll just sort of see the person. Because I goes, no, then you're breaking up. I was like, Joe, as much as you're in a relationship three months, you're in a relationship five years, like, eventually it either leads to one or the other. Like, And you need to decide, like, if you don't see yourself with that person long, long term, as serious as that sounds, then then you're eventually going to break up and you're just, you're prolonging it. That's true. And I, yeah, like it's really, really, really like, it's, it, it, you know what it does? It, people will be like, oh, that's so serious. But all that does is it just simplifies it down to the basic two decisions. Yeah. It's either going to break up or he's going to get married. And if you think, holy fuck, I do not want to get married to that cunt, then you're like, right, well, there you go. Or if you are like, or if you go, fuck, do you know what? I couldn't live without her. Definitely, Joe, you know, like I couldn't break up with her like long term and that be it. Then you're like, right, well, then at least you know your answer. And if you're, it's one of them things where I'm like, right, well, that's that's how you decide at the simplest simplest format. I actually got that from somebody else, and like, I think it's sort of you never fully know all the answers. It's the same with like the environment. Like, you don't need to be able to give 
tons of value. You just need to give something that is like the challenges of thought process or even just your two cents and experience and you can whereas it's like people who like you have a conversation with and you can tell they're almost waiting to start talking about themselves or you can yeah. you can tell they're not they're not listening. They're waiting to reply would probably be the right word. And I think that's a big, big difference. I always love that saying, you know, you've got two ears and one mouth for a reason. I always struggle with that because as you can tell, I, I talk like fuck. But I, I, I think mean? this podcast has helped. Well, it's definitely helped me listen more. I noticed mm. that. Like I noticed uh, when people were, were like talking, they were just I don't know if it was I wasn't really interested in what they were saying. No. But I noticed coming on to this podcast when we first started that you actually have to physically learn how to is 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 an active listening or whatever the fuck it's called. We have to listen like closely and that's why us uh having the zoom the video in front of us ourselves helps. I noticed that there because I used to put on Audible a lot and I would be listening to a book, but wasn't really ever listening. Yeah. And even though I wasn't doing anything else and I was concentrating, I still wasn't really listening. Yeah, that's why I don't use Audible anymore. I, I read because I feel like you're you're not actually having to do any work, so you don't you zone out, you start daydreaming. Well, I uh, I'm gonna I was watching a thing. I don't know. This is stupid, like, but the guy actually puts Audible on in his ear and reads the book at the same time. Fuck! I'll be dear hobby buying the book and Audible. Audible is like six six pound a month. I get it for yeah, four. Do you? It's a fucking nightmare to download the books on it. No, it's not. It is. It's a fucking siege, mate. It, what do you you mean? have to buy them off. You have to buy them off Amazon and then the download onto your phone or something. It's a fucking mess. I had it for two months, and it, whoever designed it just it's like designed two it seconds. poorly. It's, it's, honestly, it's about two seconds. Well, you can. I have about. I have about seven credits left since when I cancelled. Oh, I, I, I have is, about seven credits built up of sixteen books to listen to. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's just something where I'm like, you know, it's not really. Yeah, it, it makes sense to me, and I love the idea of why I'm driving or something. I do really rate that, but I always end up having to re-listen to fucking paragraphs because I zone out or something. But I do think a lot of books are fucking repetitive as well. Like usually, whenever I get the gist, like that's what something me and Colin have been on one of the podcasts about, like the idea that if a book doesn't suit you, don't be afraid to put it down because there's oh, been so many happen. times where I've just read a book for the sake of it, but I'm good at putting them down. Like if a book doesn't fucking suit there, I think this is a load of balls or there's books where you pick up. And I mean, within the first, first quarter, or first yeah. third, maybe first half, you get, you get that it's repetitive and you get the point and that's all you need. Yeah. You, you said that about the Bible. And <laughs> you said after about 20 pages, there's this load of shit. I know how it ends. I there's G, there's God there on my hat. LeBron. No fuck, don't LeBron. You're joking, me, but that's all right. Air Jordan, LeBron. Oh. I was like, what the fuck? Chad McLeavy's back away. Chad, Chad, you're right. Yeah, the only one I was just thinking when you were saying that, um, poisonous relationships. I've well, I've never really been in one, but I have a few friends that were in one, and you were saying, you know, that question that you asked your clients. I ask people that all the time. I don't even ask clients, and like. You see Stop people, people in the street. Are you going to marry her? <laughs> it turns out to be it turns out to be his mum. <laughs> uh, no, but you know what I mean. It's not just lads; it's even mates. And I even asked like myself that at times. And I do think, like uh, as you as you said there, I do don't think people relate to your relationship to be in your circle, and I don't think yeah. people relate your family to be in your circle. But they're all people you have to evaluate. Like I have somebody being like, like such and such is very toxic, and I'm like, you're gonna have to either limit that person. Or explain to them and try and build around it, but I do agree. I think, as you said there, it's like I do think if you if you're not smart, like I've seen a lot of people who don't not get dragged down, but they have a lot of ambition, they have a lot of what they know what they want, and then it's sort of like they're they're caught in like a spider's web. Yeah, well, you were saying you you've said a load of times before when you were a young fucking stallion running about the Holy Land that you knew that lifestyle wasn't for you. Yeah, oh, a hundred percent. Like my, I could just feel it. Like, like you know, what? like I don't know if most people don't get this. Like, but I used to wake up like from like nights out, especially in final year, like especially in the start, and just think like, oh, that was a complete waste of my time. Like, and I don't think other people got that. Uh, like, I used it used to actually like hurt it. Like a lot of people don't think like that. Like a lot of people used to be like, it will be like, oh, do you know, it was good crack, and like I would have been like. I could have been doing something. I could have been doing this or that. Like I started being like, 
fuck, I really want to read this or I really want to go train here. And then that's when the penny sort of dropped for me. Like one, that I was a fucking wing nut. Yeah. And like two, like whenever I start telling my ones, stuff like that, like where I was like, oh, I'm not going out there. They were like, you're young and you need to, you need to live your life. But the first thing that I, I, I said was like, I'm just not happy doing it. Like I could yeah. just feel like regretting it and I just didn't enjoy it anymore. And it, I just didn't have love for it. And I think that's where like, if you're enjoying it and it's a laugh, then continue doing it because it's working well for you and that's what you want to do. But I started like feeling like there was just, for me, I just felt like there was a lot more that I was leaving on the table because I was, I was drinking too much and I was fucking about drugs and I was farting about it. And I just felt like I was leaving so much on the table. And for me, I know rightly in, in five years from then, which is probably actually coming up to an extent that if, if I was in the same, I know that's mad. If I was in the same place, I'd be really, really frustrated because I'm one of these people that like, as much as I don't like to think big headed, I always thought like I would do something really, really big. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I would do something where like it, it's, it's really like important or there's I had loads of potential, but I was like, fuck, I'm fairly wanking about it with this exercise science degree and just drinking. So like it got my head fucked and I was like, do you know what? I'm just going to put the head down and work like fuck and see what happens. Cause I'd never done it. And then that's you when I'm never tried before. What? You've ne- you'd never tried before. You were probably thinking to yourself, I wonder what it would actually be like if I tried. You know, if I yeah. tried fucking to do exams, if I actually tried to do coursework to the best of my ability, or I tried to fucking pass things, I didn't just go, yeah. I'm smart enough to get my A levels, or yeah, like, I'll be grand. Yeah, 100%. Like, my grades in, in, sa- in like the year before final year, my grade, like the percentage I got was higher than my attendance. My attendance was like 22% or something like second year. And like, my grade was obviously like two one or whatever, but it's just because you wing it. But, oh. but but like it's a case of like where I was like, fuck, you know, if you actually put your head down. But it's it's tough to do that whenever your environment's not yeah. doing it as well. Like you're you're not getting everybody who's saying we'll do this together. Oh. You have to dictate that decision. I think a lot of people do do that in final year, and it does sort of wake yeah, them up to an extent. You see people like move out of the holy land, like move yeah. up, move the Stranmullis, Lisford Road. The other thing I always know is just as you said that. The jar heads, like the real, the, the the elite level, the county boys, all live together. Because they yeah. need people to fight. You can't have that one guy who brings back half the country to the house every night. Because yeah. them boys are fucking, especially if they're on, like, in the academies there. They'd be up at 6 a.m. They'd be over at the fucking gym. They'd be county training. They'd be club training. They'd be Sigerson training. They can't have, like, they go out and they have fun and all, but they can't have fucking, like, the ragers like some boys will have no absolutely like I, I always turn around and i'd be like fuck you know like whenever i talk to people and they're like oh i mean you like you can just tell like if you're getting into a house and you need somebody that they're going to be a lunatic like and it's going to cause that but it's the same as like if you're going on a night out and there's somebody that's loose you just uh, know what's going to be heavy yeah yeah, yeah yeah like you can just tell like fair enough you always need that person to escalate it but i think whenever it comes down to like your like for me, definitely in, in in round final year, like you'll notice it. Like and my friends would have noticed it at the time, and other people would notice it. I just started because I had nobody really in that where I wanted to go circle. Like of like, like because yeah, I really struggled to find somebody in the century and cheeky, but like I really struggled to find somebody that was in a position I wanted to be in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That I could actually have a conversation with and be like, right, well, how did this actually happen? And that's the reason why, like, I love doing stuff like this because I wish a resource like this, or yeah, you know, I could have heard something like this, or went through, like, even just took on my coaching or something when I was younger. Because like any coach I went to, like, yes, I got nutrition and training and all that, but like, I needed a lot more than that to get my uh, head out of my hole. Ah, uh, you needed uh, a bit of guidance as well. Like, uh, that's just need some, that's not yeah. even that long ago. I don't think there's many people that does what you do, or there's a few more does it now. But beforehand, when I first started training with you, there was nobody really that I like. I've trained with loads of people. I've trained, you know, they're mostly always friends. Like big Mark Yeti, trained with him to get in shape. Mark was just balls to the wall, lift heavy, do this. But that's what I wanted Mark for. Trained with John Neil, same thing again. Um, just train hard. John, John was a bit like yourself, but not as in depth because he was just, you know, you're you're one to one. So, uh. But then what yours is a lot more. That's why when I, the podcast, you probably still haven't listened to it when you couldn't be bored to show up. Um, <laughs> a lot of people were like, I didn't actually realize that it was more than this. No yeah, more it's than, more than. Like it's, I was like, I, and that's what I struggled at the start. I was like, when you were texting me going, how's your sleep? And I was like, well, how do you think it is? I'm fucking up to three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah. You're like, we need to work on this. And I was just like, who the I fuck know. is this man that's texting me every morning? 
I'm I'm alluded like I had a loss all of me and there was issues with the relationship and I'm not getting into it like it's obviously personal but like I remember she checked in one week and stress was like a seven and I was like this is definitely going to be it's checked in stress seven I goes right dead on look blah 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 I gave the spiel and she checked in again the next week and it was an eight and I was like this is actually getting worse yeah and then we had a conversation and I just remember giving her like all the sort of layouts of it and I just was like this needs sorted. Like, I mean, as a, like a, yes, I'm in this or I'm out. And I goes by next checking. Cause there's no way I'm dealing with a client who's got all this stress yeah. and see my next check. And just when we were the time sensitive, boom, sorted the night before checking stress back down to two felt great for it. Everything was in direction. Yes. She was probably unsure about what decision she made, but at the same time you're moving, you're in the right direction. And as you said there, it's a case of, I think that's the reason why like I get better results, but I think that's the reason why, like if we talk about like even going far in like business or going yeah. far in training or, anything that you do it's it's going the extra mile and doing a wee bit of extra work like for example it's so handy like the reason like i can't work with tons of clients is because like if i was just doing your training and your macros like it'd be so much quicker but uh-huh. it's whatever we issue arises that's what i'm trying to cover but uh no like it's like anything i think it's that's that that comes down as i said before like whenever you're looking somebody to you're looking that like person to sort of like get chatting there for your environment. See if there is none, you, you just have to remove like a large majority of people or just start really focusing on you. And that will feel quite like lonely yeah. to an extent. Cause like, if you look at like me, like I do not have a big friend group compared to what it used to be. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Like it's it. more so, no, it's more so like individuals from, from groups. Yeah. Like I met Connor Rackett here. I met one of my friends last night. Like, and like, I wouldn't be hanging around with, like all his friends. It's just him out of the group. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's the same with other friends. Like it's a case of like I have my original school, like one or two of them from school, but like it's only like one person from each each yeah. group. And I'm not like, oh, that's terrible, and I need a friend group and all that. It's just a case of like that. I just generally don't get along with more than that person. Do you know what I mean? And uh, it's a case of like it's annoying and it's frustrating, and you'll doubt yourself if you do this. Like where you're like, oh, I have to remove this person from my life, whether it's somebody that's negative in your family or you know it's just somebody who's taking loads of drugs in your friend group and you'll doubt yourself but in the long run like in a year's time it's that short-term pain for like a long-term gain and it's so important that you do it because it's it's one of these things where i wish somebody said that to me and goes it actually does pay off and you're not just missing a bit of crack you're you're actually it actually does pay off because the first thing i people always say to me is like does that actually work and like does that pay off and i'm like that 100 work for me and anybody i've talked to in a similar position to me like that seems to be like a, a general theme yeah i'm like you don't get rewarded unless you make a sacrifice or you prioritize and i always love that like it's a case of like unless you are willing to prioritize yourself sacrifice that to an extent and that awkward you don't even have to be a chap but that distance in yourself where you're doubting yourself then you're not going to get the reward down the line because you're not putting the origin do you know what I mean? yeah i i i did it I don't think I've ever had to have the conversation. As you said, I just distanced. Just distanced. Um, distance best. Still, you know, I'd still be friendly with them. I'd still send friends to them. They're just not in my uh, ecosystem as it is. Um, uh, Family-wise, I had no issue with, uh, you know, not just not uh, associating myself with, with family ones that I thought were just in. I, I had... Like, there's certain certain people in the family that i just wouldn't uh not that i don't like them i just they don't bring any value to me i don't bring any value to them so there's no point of kind of being about that uh being about that life if you know what i mean no i i get, I get what you mean exactly i think as well when you talk about like the the family and stuff like it's like you can have a conversation with somebody and try and not change their habits but like i remember there was a wee bit in our house like especially when i first started all this and i was just like this is happening and you can either like yeah. get along with it and we can all have a laugh about it and have the crack or you can give me like general kickback to it and it's going to be a complete shit show. It was like whenever I was doing the fire service and the coaching, there was like a massive kickback to the fact I was doing two full-time jobs. Yeah. Like massive, like this is going to affect everything for you. And I was like, well, I'm fucking doing it. Is that when you I tried to get your mom to sign the TikTok contract where she could <laughs> be in other people's TikTok videos? It was worse one one TikTok per day for four years. Yeah, uh, just the slave contract, exclusive we, to Tony Margalevi Fitness. The wage, nothing. Nothing. Thanks. <laughs> uh, we'll watch no, Bake we, Off with you on a Tuesday. <laughs> but that is, mate. Bake Off is the one. Like <laughs> I laugh at people. People keep writing to me about it now and be like, "Are you serious?" And I'm like, "Mate, it is so good." Look, it's <laughs> it's the amount of people who reacted to that fucking. A thing, that, that, laughing, that, laughing. 
they didn't laugh too much to me. I got the odd one going, what the fuck's that? And I goes, the GBBO. And I was like, look it up. And then they were screenshotting and going, that can't be it. And I was like, that is it. I was like, Paul Hollywood's a fucking man. Like, uh, But yeah, no. I think whenever you, if, you, if you sit there and have a conversation, it can work. But it's very, very hard to, to drill out habits or the way somebody's thinking. But if you explain to them what you want or that person's thinking along the same lines, then they're going to agree, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's... If they don't, it's like everything, you know, you can you come out of school, you have your big group of friends. Um, you haven't grown up yet, so you don't really know what you, know, what you want, who you're going to be. You can be best friends with them for 10 years, and then all of a sudden you're like, I don't actually like this person anymore. Um, and you'll never fall out of them. You'll always be friends, but you just don't have to be like, yeah. running about to them. But I've noticed that a lot from school. I know boys that still run about together from school. Um, they're very different people than what they were, and, and like you can tell that they aren't as close, but they still are in that kind of group setting where they're like, "Oh, this is out of the lads, out of the boys." Um, I love to see people that like grow up together are still best friends, are still close because they're they've never changed. They still are who they are, but you no know, like it or not, but people do change. People do grow up. Um, yeah. doesn't always have to be a negative and a positive. It's just. They're just different, it's different though. They're just like, different people. Like it's like, I would say, a load of my friends from school would never understand my lifestyle with DJing. Like they look at DJs and think, oh, you know, somebody plays music, um, and then I would have other people in my friends group that are in my friends group now that don't try to understand it. They just know it's there. They're like, oh, he does that. He makes music, goes around, flies about the place, does gigs. Fair play to them. I don't try to understand it because it's not for me. That's yeah. grand. But you'd also have people like that would nearly go, oh, why, why are you not working like in this sort of job or doing this sort of thing? It's like they just don't get it because it's so far removed from who we used to be. Yeah. Like the pipe dream I had in secondary school, I want to be a DJ. And the teacher was like, what the fuck are you on about? Like, like oh, you still get that wee dream? No, people would say, like, I would get that. That's yeah. why I limit myself going back to Oma. Like, people would say to me, oh, he's still at that old, old DJ and shite. <laughs> I know, like, as if you're going to get a full-time job soon. Uh, and as you're like, oh, yeah, 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 still at it. And then it, 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 I always harp back to the one where fucking I could stop. I think it was Christmas. It might have been Christmas Eve last year. I was coming out of the shop in Oma, and there was a guy from... My old football club, Oma Sinandas. He's a couple of years older than me, and, and he was like, Oh, he's still that old DJ and crack. And I was like, Yeah, 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 I'm actually, actually DJ in like in a couple of couple of days' time I'm away. And he was like, Oh, where are you going, Australia? And he was like, What? I was like, Yeah, I'm going over to see friends and a couple of gigs out there. And he was like, Couldn't get his head around. And he was like, From DJ? And I was like, Yeah. And he goes, And he kind of turned his nose up and goes, That's fucking weird. And then I was got out into the forecourt and got into my car, and I could see him. I have a kind of nice car and I seen him looking at my car and going sort of like what the fuck's going on here and then the next morning I was in the same shop again because as always my fucking ma forgets everything at Christmas so half the shit was forgotten for Christmas morning <laughs> for the food and your boy was in your boy was like oh wh wh where is that a company car and I was like no it's just my car and he was like from DJ I was like oh. and he goes how the fuck's that possible he goes do you boys not like get 50 pound a night <laughs> And he goes, sure, that's what bouncers get. They, you're hardly getting more than a bouncer. And that's what he said to me. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> this is just ignorance. But I, but he was a lovely man. Like, he just was pure ignorant to the fact that, you know. Same as me. Like, I get older people who ask me, like, uh, like about deaths. And they're like, oh, well, surely that's not a full-time, that's not like a full-time gig, Joe. Like, that's something that's been done on the side for years. And I'm like, yeah, but you make a job out of what you want. Like, yeah. I have a mate, like, and it's like, he started off just doing windows, like cleaning windows. And like, now he's running like a business where like he's got seven or eight workers under him for doing windows. Like if you said originally like, oh, he's a window cleaner. Like you'd be like, oh, it's probably making just about enough maybe for a full-time job. Maybe not even if it was part-time. And now he's running a fucking seven people under him. He's fucking mental. And if he's still like, if you asked him, he doesn't go, I manage. He just goes, oh, I'm a win. He, he always says I'm a windy cleaner. Yeah. And like, he's driving like some fucking, he's driving like a mental mark. And like, like people just be yeah. like, what the fuck's this boy up? But it is that case of, People don't understand. I think that as well. Though. Like, that's a case of it. If you're good at something, you can charge whatever you want. People like, don't you... even understand the fact that you aren't a physical trainer. 
Like the yeah, mount no, of healing no, no. inside of me. So Tony doesn't physically be there training you in the gym. I was like, no. And then they were like, sure, who the fuck would pay for that? And I was like, everyone. You will not get into this man this year. Like, I said, like, yeah. you probably won't even get into the man for the first half of next year. And he's like, but no, how do you get that's... results? And I was like, because you have to buy into the whole thing. You're either in or you're out. If you're in, you get results. If you're out, Tony won't train you. I but like, how does he know people are doing the shit? And I was like, don't you fucking worry. I was like, when the when the when the end of the week comes, you put in your your checkups. I was like, he'll know if you're lying. No, there's no fucking yeah. hate place. And he's like, I just can't get my head around it. Now the same boy's like, look, I was looking at your uh, transformation things, and he was like, that's fucking unreal. And he goes, so he who does he train in the gym? And I was like, he doesn't train anybody in the gym. Anyone, I know. They're like, he goes, I can't get my head around, mate. I can't get my head around this, mate. I think that's just old school thinking as well. Like, and that's the beauty of it, our generation to an extent. Like, when we talk about it, even stuff like that, like, you can literally make a job out of anything. There's people who, I know, like, a lass in her full-time job, her full-time job is just reselling stuff she buys on eBay for dear prices. I know a lad whose full-time job is making beard oil in his bath, and he makes about 40 or 50k a year. Beard oil in, in his bath? Is that what you're getting for your big beard? Obviously not. My you beard is what do you think of it? Give me an honest. I seen you click shave the other day. Did you see that? I put it up on Instagram. Uh, see how I many... click shave, right? And you said you were never going to shave it, and you've shaved it already. And I it's said shaved. You've trimmed that. Where? That's all trimmed all over because the fluff is gone. Ah, the fluff's gone underneath the barber done it. What do you expect? Right, tell him to finish the rest. But it's of not. Hair, but... It's not fucking like shaved. As in, you made it sound you like I'm pure fucking. Are you going for the Wolverine look? What the big sideburns, la? It's your moustache isn't going into your. That's because you get your it's your hair cut in the Turkish barbers. It's the <laughs> it's the Zoom call. You just can't see it. I think he turned down the resolution of your camera when I'm on, in case I take screenshots. I <laughs> I uh, that's because I come in some messes. I'll be doing a week Q and A in about an hour, and you can have a wee nosy in, but. I was all buzzing when people were like, no, keep her growing. And people were messaging me being like, fuck, no, you look better. I was like, oh, this is the first time. Because every time I put this up for the last three years, people go, people always go, shave that motherfucker. And there's never any. You need to get that off you, Tony. What? You need to get it off you. You need to get that nasal strip off you too, because it's annoying you, I can tell. You know, it's starting to pain, you see it? Uh, no, I can stand it. Don't worry, it's the only thing I can't see the whole fucking 40 minutes there. That's her off now. She only lasts so long when I'm up because you know you've been lying about her all night and she's not ready to come off sometimes. So I let her sit. What's the meal for again? Tell tell the tell the audience. For me, it's for sleeping. Like like Storm. I always put mine on at night so I sleep. I breathe for my nose better. Like that's the main reason I wear mine because I always used to wake up with a fucking really dry mouth and it used to be a fucking nightmare. Does it stop you from snoring? That's it. Can help you from snoring. For me. I don't really snore, so it's not a big issue. Snoring's usually a sign that like your sleep efficiency isn't great. Like so, it's something that I just I don't really get bad snoring anyway. Like, but I'm a uh, throat snore, not a nose snore. You're what? I snore through my mouth. My throat gets sore. That's fucking terrible. Have you tried nasal strip? No. Well, there you go. Is it the gum shield or the nasal strip that she gets? Why? What do you mean a gum shield? There's one word. It's like hold your mouth in a certain. Fuck that. You'll get somebody's cock sliding in your fucking gob if your mouth's sitting Where up. Where do you think night. I be? You're cock sliding in. Uh, trust me. <laughs> if I ever stay in your house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, people are loving the wee video I put up when I was waiting on you. Sean McCormick says, uh, you're probably waiting on your mum to get you your high stool. <laughs> your high chair. <laughs> what a fucking weather. For anybody that hasn't met me, I'm six foot two. You're not six foot two. You're five three and a bit. <laughs> five. That that is actually the hype of like a uh, fucking Oompa Loompa and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. So, what am I googling? Five three. Googling things and people that are five three. <laughs> uh, no, but IKEA I think as a general, he's the height of a good that, IKEA plant. <laughs> I think as a general takeaway point that. If you're going to change your environment, you need to fucking do it and stop being a bitch about it. It's yeah. normal as you grow or if you want to grow that your environment will sort of change and have to change. Otherwise, you can be stuck to where you are. You don't have to say goodbye to people. You just need to slightly focus on you and naturally they're going to distance to an extent and you're, you're not going to realize that until that happens. But And then I think as well, like if you want new, like if you want people that are really going to give you value in life, like 
you need to be bringing something to the table. So whether that means upgrading your skills, reading a couple of books, whether it means like just getting a wee bit more fucking tuned in, that's when you'll be able to attract them sort of people in your life where they'll stay as well. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, it's equal value. People like that want to get value back. Um, yeah, that's that's definitely true. It's like we, we I think we have the nail now. We talked about final year. That's when I think yeah. a lot of students click. It's not just because that's an important year. It's because they realize I can't keep doing what I'm doing forever expect, yep. and expect to have a fucking life after this. Yeah. It's like crunch time. So in, in reality, like any time can be crunch time. You just have to make that decision and go here. Time to change. Time to make the decisions now. And it's not like, it's not as you said, it's not like you're pushing them out of your life forever. You're just allocating them a certain length of time that, you're like, right, lads, I'll go out for one night a week. I'm not going out for four nights a week. And I'm going to fucking, you know, I need people that'll help me follow my fucking dreams. Like, even if it could be a crazy dream, like I want to be a DJ and you from fucking Oma, or I want to be the biggest online coach in Ireland and you're from Newry. So people will go, oh, well, what the fuck? You know, why, you know, why would you do this? Why would you do that? You need people that'll buy into the dream because the more people who buys into it, easier becomes you know in a way i think yeah, yeah. no i think that does <clears throat> that does make sense like it is it's such a strange not a strange topic but it's a topic you hear people being like environment dictates your success it's like i always like, i don't like you don't worry this won't be a, a thing this won't be a plumbing analogy but like it's like a plant in the right light in the right sun will grow one that's getting got a shit environment is going to be absolutely dog shit and not go anywhere you know and that's really what you need to think like is am i getting what i need here or do i have to fucking move position oh yeah oh definitely uh, there's a i watched a documentary about about evan tanner he was a ufc fighter who just like uh he's always a wee bit of a weird child but uh it's very good uh once was a fighter it's called if you can get it and watch it it's fucking amazing he he gave up everything in the ufc to go and start building uh, building like schools out in Kenya and stuff in different countries but he always had this whole thing if, if I have an idea I just need other people to start believing in my idea and that will create change I just need to start yeah. with one person and then two and then three and then with all people believe in the idea then we can change the world and he says anybody can change the world as long as people start buying into that idea. And I've always kept that in my head as something like, even though your mom was stark raving mad. Yeah. It, it's it's true in a way. If you have this crazy idea and you think it's a good idea and one person believes in you and you can get another person, then all of a sudden that crazy idea is a legitimate idea. Then it starts yeah. growing traction. And then it, together as, as a group of people, you can you can make real change. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Look at the, like, as we were saying, the, the gym thing as well. Like, yeah. everybody's all for closing, and then all of a sudden, it just fucking slowly, slowly start developing into more and more stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, where people are donating money, where people are fucking saying they're not closing their gyms in Liverpool, and it's sort of turning into not like a revolution, but it is a fucking stand completely against the government. Do you know, and it's nice, it's nice to see, do you know, as well. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's, I think that's a, I'm but you not, didn't see any rate. Like I know the gyms probably have more room to stand on because the trans- transmission rates and stuff are super low. But like you didn't see people like arguing about cafes, or you didn't see like people backing each other. Like it was just like right, well this is happening. How the fuck am I going to cope and meltdown? Whereas yeah. it's nice to see a lot of action being taken there from the gym side of things, yeah, which I, shows like as an industry, as the people in it, it shows promise. People need it. Like any time I've never witnessed people with more poor mental health than at the moment. It's the thing where people are arguing now: is the cure worse than the the disease? Yeah, well, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I think I think is I, I hate saying it, and I don't know whether a lot of people will agree with me now, and it's personal preference. But I'm at the stage now where I'm like, look, if you're high risk, if there's a chance of you this could really in, in badly affect you, then Joe, if you're of an older age, you should probably still isolate to an extent. But I think it, it gets this stage now where it's like. There's so many people I know have got it or been in contact with it or it's went around there or, you know, that I'm sort of like, fuck, there's very, there's been a few that have went, like, I've only really heard of about two or three that have been like ill and the rest have all been fine. I'm sort of like, I think it just needs to go through and then back out. And if it becomes a part of normal life now, then it becomes, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I've been saying that since April. I, it's going to take, people are turning around and being like, oh, there's going to be, there's going to be a vaccine. Like, like people don't understand. Like, a vaccine needs to be, 
tested, it needs to be treated in rats, then it needs to be treated in humans. And people are like, oh, they'll speed that up. That usually takes minimum five to 10 years. Yeah. Like that's not going to like at the earliest you're getting test runs now where they're doing human trials already and they're rushing them, but they're getting some weird fucking side effects and they're not even fully sure if it works. So like before they actually start selling one that like a hundred percent, like this works, it's going to be at least two, three years. And that's if they rush it to, to production. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. It's uh, but then it's probably not even going to be widely available then either. It's going to be fucking, they could privatize it for fuck's sake. Uh, it's hard to know. I think it depends what way the economy is when well, that comes out. if a private company comes up with a solution, they're privatizing the fucker. Like, it'd be some money. You turn a, you turn a million pound or even a couple of hundred grand thousand company into like a billion down. Oh, okay. billion. Do you know what I mean? When you patent that, I'd be metal. But hard to know. It's fucking. It's insane. But it's just such a strange time. But I suppose you just get on with. It. But it's just something where I'm like this. For me, it's just. It's got to the stage now where it's more than an inconvenience. It's not a way of life, and I'm just sort of like, Do you know what? I don't give a fuck at the moment. Like, it's just uh, so. I'm, like, I'm think, the same. It's... I think I think a lot of people are at that stage where it's like, look, if they want to lock us down for four weeks, like, just what the fuck's the point in this? As long as gyms are where I'm happy enough to be honest, but at yeah. the same time, I'm sort of like, where where do you draw the line? Like, if I owned a business right now, I'd be cracking the fuck up. Uh, if I owned a business, like a business is in fucking, I would stay open. I don't give a fuck. It's not law. The fines and all, though, it's hard to know. Well, but... technically, if anybody's listened to this, by the time you listen to this here, you'll only have two days. The The law won't come in the next Wednesday. And that's a fact. The law, they won't be setting the law to Wednesday. They come up with the idea on Wednesday, it'll take a week for it all to go through. So technically, you can stay open to Wednesday and not face any fine because they're only giving you guidelines. Yeah. Um, I know they don't go over this fact, but... Uh, there was I think a, a lot of there was an email <clears throat> circulated by the hotel federation. There's a few hotels. The reason being, the reason I know this, a lot of hotels were saying we're not closing this weekend because we have bookings, we have uh, different stuff, and they says okay, we'll give you to Monday because they know technically they have to Wednesday until they go back up to Stormont and pass these laws. Yeah. Uh, I know certain hotels are staying open until until Wednesday. They're going to close on Wednesday. Um. It's uh, it's killing the hospitality industry. They're blaming the hospitality industry for everything. Hospitality is the lowest out of all them, like four percent. Um, gyms are two point nine. Yeah, I think gyms are sitting two point nine. Yeah, schools are massively higher. The whole like the the bars opened again in July, did they? July August, um, and it's only now that this massive increase it just so happens. This massive increase is in around. A month or so after students are back, schools are all back, incubation period, two weeks, rise, rise, rise. It's not hard to know. Schools are back. Everybody's moving about. There's more traffic. So fucking, I don't know. They're just killing off the hospitality industry. And I I know for a fact there is some businesses that aren't going to be able to get over these next four weeks because they were hanging on the skin of their teeth already. Yeah. But someone's oh. going to do well out of it. The property boys will do well out of it. They'll fucking snap up the real estate. But that's a conspiracy theory for another day, Tony. Um, yeah, we'll, I'm we'll, going to go we'll, to work we'll, now. Um, you're probably going to go back to your bed. I don't know what I'm going to do. I might do a bit of work, mate. No, you're not. What, bicep you know what no training for me. I have to take a full five days off. So lie up. Oh, do a you're never taking five days off. I have to I had to take full eight off last time. It's shite. Coach's orders. Is that because you're? I'm getting too it? big, and he wants to slow down the growing. That was the the so words. You put up a picture the other day. Oh, are you on the beach? We have to. Oh, yes, we have to talk about this, right? <laughs> and I'm warning you, right? Right. Never, and I mean ever, put a picture up of you and speedos on a beach in fucking Newcastle. Was it Newcastle? Was what? it? Yeah, why do you not like it? I got sent that picture by more people than I care for. And they so? asked me to address this. And on behalf of the of all of them, I'm addressing this, Tony, right? First of all, girls were like, start. I did First of all, they realized it was either a mixture of, fuck, he's a huge upper body, right? <laughs> fuck, he has got small legs. <laughs> then I had to half defend you and go, no, it's just proportion-wise. Uh... <laughs> what height is that boy? Was the other one, and what the fuck is he at? 
Going for a dip. What do they expect? Uh, I'll decide. take one this week. I'm a speedo's doing a handstand for you. Can't do a handstand. I can do a handstand easy. You're lucky you can even stand upright with size them legs. I'll easily do a hand. I'll take a video for you. My, I'll clap my feet. I can clap my feet upside down. So I'll do that later. How for do you, you work out? You can do that. Because I, I used to do handstands, so like I could clap <laughs> my feet. I used to do handstands. <laughs> I used to do them all but, the time. Well, I used to try when? and do handstands. Like two or three summers ago, I used to just do them all the time on the beach whenever we were working. Because I sure was lifeguarding. We'd fuck all else to do. Nobody's drowning. Nobody was drowning, so you were on the boat doing handstands. I'm running about doing handstands, clapping with my feet. So yeah, that's that's what I got paid for for a full summer. So sorry to the RNLA charity, but uh, <laughs> I'll take a I'll take a picture. I'm gonna go for a dip this Sunday. I'm trying. To, I'm making it weekly. It has been weekly apart from when I was in Liverpool there. Is so it Wim Hof? Uh, no, not even. You know what it is? I mean, it's just it, it sorts my head out. Like I get a full break from everything. There's no is phone anywhere near you. It's it's mentally as well. Like you don't want to do it. It sets you up nicely for a good Sunday. It's just hard to beat. When do you do it? The Sunday morning. I do it Sunday morning, like before, like in around nine AM, like before anybody, like the beach is empty by the time I get there. Like it's great. I, I Tony, I don't think there's many people on the beach in this fucking weather. Would there be? It fuck me. The water's not warm. I tell you that. I was gonna say. The water is cold. See, getting like in there is fucking cold. What's the shrinkage like? Well, it's already fucking tiny. It doesn't <laughs> need shrinking anymore. Like if it shrunk anymore, it would go inside me. Goes so up into your fucking up by your nasal strip. <laughs> It fucking it hasn't came down. It only comes down on the Saturday night, and then it goes back up on the Sunday morning when it dip in. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That'll be the snippet. That's the snippet there, Tony Shrinkage. That's the name of the podcast. <laughs> right. Hey guys, keep uh keep sharing on Spotify and sharing your Instagram stories as well. You've been bad at sharing it on Instagram stories lately. <laughs> we know we know you've all been listening to it because the the listenership's gone up. So keep sharing if you're enjoying it. Share it with your pals. You'll probably actually get a lot of good stuff out of this one compared to the last maybe half a dozen. So yeah, have a good one. See you later.